You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. What are we talking about? What are we doing? <clears throat> we do folklore. What's happening in the world? We do this. Uh, that's Ramblecast material. Do we have to do folklore? Hi, everyone. This is episode 86. You've, we. You've, <laughs> we didn't see you come in. You stumbled <laughs> on us having an important uh, background meeting. Business. About the future of the show. Meeting. Do we have to do folklore? What is the alternative? The, the Nielsen listeners indicate <laughs> that there's there's some room to grow that pie a little bit. I mean, there's there's plenty of alternatives. We could do What the Joke Lore, which is a comedy podcast about comedy. Just stand-up sets. Does it have to rhyme? Every week. Or we um, go through those joke books, like the, the ones that you get <laughs> from... And we the, fix the plot yeah. holes. Uh, yeah, could, or, just, or just at the end, just say, like, funny or not funny. Just categorize them. The answer is not for pretty much all of them. We could do what the spoke lore, which is our podcast, to my new my two new interests of cycling and building wagon wheels for the new pioneers who are going to be fleeing this country very soon. We could do what the toke lore, <laughs> the oh, dankest yeah. show on the net. <laughs> What is toke lore, though? <laughs> because we keep adding lore to the ends of all of these. Yeah. What is toke lore? It's like, Legends of the bong? Sure. No, it's like all the stuff that marijuana fixes, whether backed by science or not. Ah, yes. It definitely cures cancer. It cures every disease ever. It is the miracle, miracle cure we've been waiting for. Welcome to episode 86 of What the Yoke Lore, our cooking podcast. All about eggs. All eggs all the time. It's the foundation food. They're good again, I think. <laughs> Probably. It's really, it's really hard to keep up. Science, there are a lot of studies and they say a lot of different things because nobody does, does confirmation studies anymore. Somebody tweet at a scientist, hashtag eggs? <laughs> Question mark. Eggs, good or bad. I think <laughs> eggs are back in. So this podcast idea is good for a while. Okay. Till it starts to float. You know what's a really weird kind of egg? What's up? There's a bird called a cassowary. Nuh-uh. Which is... <laughs> I don't believe you. Native to certain parts of Asia. They look kind of <clears throat> like ostriches. Okay. Eggs, bright green. No joke. Like inside? Outside. Okay. Is it like normal yolk inside, though? I don't know. Are they doing the dew? I believe they are raised primarily on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Do they, do they get a Doritos to go with that? That's inside. That's oh. the yolk. Okay. F*** it. Let's do folklore. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a lot more stuff for that. I ran out of egg trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't prep for for the egg. We didn't prep for the egg. <laughs> you know, curry, curry powder and scrambled eggs is really good. That's those are my new. Favorite famous last words. <laughs> we didn't prep for the egg. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're still what the folklore, making sense of senseless tales. I am your reader, Carmen. Tyler, Gordy. You guys sound so disappointed. Does I I do want to work eggs into this story, <laughs> or bikes, because I am hungry. 
I'm just disappointed that we we've squandered yet another chance to grow. To diversify our portfolio yeah. a little bit. We're just locked into this storytelling you, shit again. You know what Warren Buffett says? I love eggs. About uh, other than that, he he is an egg man. Yeah, and you can tell he's not well, who the isn't? he's not the egg man. Other than scientists, but he's an egg man. There might be some correlation there. Who I don't is know. The Eggman, other than Gaston. Yeah, Cuckoo Cahoo. Yeah, or John Lennon, or Paul McCartney, or the or the Sonic guy. He's a doctor. Yeah. He didn't go to five years of medical school <laughs> for you to call him the. <laughs> the. He's just Eggman. <laughs> no, well, he's doctor, a doctor. Doctor Eggman. Show, well, whatever. Show some respect. Gordon. Whatever. I haven't seen his produce the long form degree. <laughs> um. You know what Warren Buffett says, right? Being being a known Eggman himself uh-huh. about business, whatever you're doing, just keep doing it. <laughs> By the law of averages, it's got to turn around sometime. So whatever track you're on, just keep doing it. Okay, I mean that's worked out so far. If you're a gambler, you don't stop. You keep going until you hit that streak. September was a good month. Yeah. I don't see any reason to slow down now. Yeah, keep going. So, that being said, uh, the thing that we usually do is that Carmen is going <laughs> to read a, a fairy tale to Tyler and I, one that we have never heard before, and one that is likely lesser known. Likely. Because uh, you all know Beauty and the Beast. You know about Snow White. That's not fun. Get that weak shit out of here. Disney passed up a lot of them for some very good reasons, and we're going to look at one of those. And it's going to be one of the three behind one of these doors. Do you have a metric by which you're choosing your own fate? Uh, I will we'll shortly. <laughs> we will by the time you say the things. Yeah. Alright, so our first option is from Grimm, The Three Little Men in the Wood. Our second option is a Scottish fairy tale, The King of the Waterfalls. And our final option is from Denmark, Peter Bull. I've heard of that guy before. <laughs> He's come up. Yeah, well, eventually you have to listen to some of these. I feel like I have chosen a lot of the methods in the past. So mm-hmm. if you if you have one this evening, I am happy to acquiesce. Well, we, we had one last week that we decided to put on the, on the back burner. Sure. Which was how many, the, the one with the most... The greatest number of different letters in the title. That's right. So if <laughs> if the quick, lazy brown fox jumps over a stupid river, or whatever that sentence is, is one of the titles, then that one wins. Okay, well, Peter Bull has seven distinct yep. letters. I'm also slanting this away from Peter Bull. <laughs> so I still don't want to read that one. There's a lot of repeat customers in there. King of the Waterfalls has 14, unless I miscounted in the middle of that. That's significantly more than Peter Bull. Yeah. Uh, Three Little Men in the Wood has 11, so it looks like it's King of the Waterfalls. Waterfall time. All right. I secretly wanted that one anyway. I'm, I'm down to read a Scottish story. All right, well, um, this is sourced from A World of Fairy Tales, which is a, an Andrew Long collection. So this one has an alternate title, The Young King of, and I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, sorry to our Scottish readers, um, you said Ruad? Yeah, I, there's, I know that some of those letters put together make different sounds than, sure do. <laughs> than what I know them to be. It's a whole mess up there. So um, I apologize, 
butchered the crap out of that. Um, but it was collected by John Francis Campbell in Popular Tales of the West Highlands. Uh, his informant was James Wilson, a blind fiddler in Islay. And then Andrew Long put this version in his Lilac Fairy book, which was then recollected into the general overarching one. Gotcha. So that's where this is coming from. One day I'll be better about knowing which Arne Thompson type hits which one of these. But, uh, you guys ready to go in? Sure. Let's dive in. When the young king of waterfalls came into the kingdom, the first thought he had was, how is he going to amuse himself the best? So, what kingdom? I don't know, he just kind of wandered into a kingdom. I guess. What kind of crazy shit can I stir up here? Somebody else's kingdom? Maybe. Starts out very abruptly. What year is it? Fairy tale o'clock. Let's see if we can place the kingdom. Uh, the sports that he once enjoyed were now dull, and he wanted something he'd never done before. He wants to hunt a man. <laughs> <laughs> so he decides to go play a game with the Grugak, a kind of wicked fairy with a long, with long curly brown hair, who happened to have a house not very far from the king's house. Like a pickup game? B-ball? I guess, yeah. 1v1 street ball? <laughs> Jacks. <laughs> so you just challenged it to PvP and 1v1 IRL, essentially. <laughs> 1v1 me, bro. Though the king was young and eager, he was also prudent. His father had told him on his deathbed to be careful in dealings with the fairies, so before going to the Grugak, the king sought out a wise man. I... Mm. Can you still claim to be prudent if you are knowingly going to mess with a fairy that is known to do bad stuff? And you need... I think that's outside the realms of prudence. Like, you're going to engage something where you need to have a council first. He's being prudent about being imprudent. (laughs) He's going to do this dumb thing. I He's going to do it in the smartest way possible. It's like getting getting a guide for your illegal lion hunt. <laughs> <laughs> or man hunt. R.I.P. Cecil. So he goes to the wise man. You think Cecil and Harambe are friends now? They have to be bros. I hope so. The internet would, would not allow otherwise. <laughs> He goes to the wise man and tells him that he wants to play a game with the Grugak, and the wizard responds, Don't, idiot! Do you indeed? If you'll take my counsel, you will play with someone else. <laughs> what, um... What... Oh, don't worry, I'm prudent. <laughs> no, I got it all locked up. <laughs> it will be fine, I'm prudent. What game is he going to go play? I uh, says, no, I will play with the Grugak. So, and the wizard says, well, if you must, then I suppose you must. Um, Grugak, get your ass out here and bop it. But if if you happen to win the game, you must ask as your prize the ugly crop-headed girl that stands behind the door. What? If he wins whatever this game is, he has to ask for his prize the ugly crop-headed girl that stands beside the, behind the door. Why? Uh, this is a wise man. So obviously, because because wisdom. No, it's a, a wizard. Yo, hear me out. Did you not say lizard? I said wizard. Oh, I've definitely been picturing 
a lizard this whole time. I'll put him in a wizard's hat and you're a little closer to the mark. Yeah, okay. Like hear, a bearded dragon. Hear me out, bro. <laughs> Play this game and you win. You gotta get that stank-ass girl. <laughs> Guts to. Be prudent. <laughs> aging Jersey man in the park. <laughs> must, a new, must be a wizard. A new one-man show by Tyler Crowley. <laughs> Opening and closing in the same night. <laughs> in the same hour. <laughs> it's a two-hour show. So it the, ends at intermission. The king agrees to these terms given to him by the wizard he sought out for his wisdom. And the next day he goes to the house of the Grugak, who was sitting outside. Uh, the Grugak asks, Hey, what's what's brought you to my home today? Shaking Kevin Bacon. Right welcome you are, and more welcome will you be if you will play a game with me. The Grugok? Yeah. Wants to play a game? Yeah. He's bored. No one ever comes hanging out with him anymore. Xbox gets boring after a while. You want some fresh air. The king says, yes, that is what I want. And then they played. What game? I Come don't on. know. <laughs> Come on, story. <laughs> Sometimes it seemed <laughs> Don't as do if this to us. One of them would win, and sometimes it looked like the other one would win. But in the end it was the king who was the winner. This person writing this has never played a game. <laughs> this was like if you if you watched Remember the Titans <laughs> but they did not show a single second of football on screen. <laughs> it's it seemed as though at certain points one of them had the upper hand. So the Grugak offers him a prize, and the king asks for the ugly girl. Uh, the Grugak complains that there are 20 other girls in his house who are much prettier than this one. But the king says, yeah, that's cool, but she's the one I want for a wife. So the Keep Grugak- your harem, crazy <laughs> b-ball playing fairy. <laughs> so the Grugak sees that the king's mind is set upon her and goes into the house and bids all the maidens to come out one by one and pass before the king. One by one they came, tall, short, dark, fair, plump, all the stuff. Each of them saying, I am the one you want and you'll be f- foolish if you don't take me. It wouldn't be creepy at all to just have a bunch of girls walking in front of you chorusing the same line. In unison. Chanting over you. Are they walking or are they just on one of those like conveyor belts? <laughs> He just has set up for this yeah. kind of purpose. Just presses a button and they shuffle outside. It was part of the game. Yeah. It's like a it's basically Calvin Ball. What's uh what's that Howie Mandel game show? Um Briefcase Babes. I know what you're deal talking about. Deal or no about. deal. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, so they be revealed in my new book, The Dark <laughs> The Dark Life of Howie Mandel. Uh the king took none of these girls until the crop-headed girl came out, and he said, This one's mine, even though she was so ugly that most would have turned from her. Okay. Explain that phrase to me. Crop-head? Yeah. Photoshop? Um, I'm guessing hair crops short. Maybe either that... Manic pixie? Either that or the opposite, because it's growing like their crops. According to the dictionary, it is having the hair of the head cut close. Okay, there you go. Manic pixie. Tonsured. That's much preferable. (laughs) To to a pixie cut? Huh? Sure. (laughs) Not a fan of the pixie cut? 
I'm I'm a fan of all hairstyles. I'm working my way down to a pixie cut slowly because I'm not bold enough to completely commit to it. So <clears throat> just get, start that way. I get inches closer each haircut. <laughs> Someday you'll just accidentally do it. This one's mine. Uh, we will be married at once, and then I will carry her home. And that was the end of the story. So, married they were, and they set a forth across the meadow to the king's house. I like how it's referred to as a house and not a castle. Yeah, so I like I'm imagining just a little cottage. In like a modest McMansion. <laughs> uh, as they went, the bride stopped, stooped and picked a sprig of shamrock, and when she stood upright again, she was now the most beautiful woman who ever was. Is that all it takes? Yeah, you just gotta pick the right weed. All right. The right. Do you call a shamrock weed? Pretty sure those count as a weed. Oh, it is a weed, but it's not. It's not weed. It's not the dankest it's not, weed. It's not Kush. <laughs> okay. Has anyone tried? It's, it's an undank weed. I don't know. If Someone they, has to have tried. I don't know if they ever tried to smoke it. Okay. Well, the next day before the sun rose, the king sprang from his bed and he told his wife that he must have another game with the Gurugak. <laughs> it's like, you're, honey, you're great. I think I think our household could improve with another one of you. Um, she says. Are they playing hearts? What are they playing? This is upsetting me now. I've been imagining Connect Four. I must have another nondescript we, activity. We do we do need to take a, a quick break and settle on what game we think they're playing because I can't keep going without yeah, knowing. This this won't get much farther. I think Connect Four is a strong possibility. State your reasons. Defend your case very high strategy like even more so than chess clue risk guess who guess who i think is is also very likely (laughs) mr bucket (laughs) (laughs) gotta get another game in of mr bucket mr bucket's there whether they're playing or not (laughs) always watching from the closet mr bucket's there anytime anyone plays a game mr bucket is the god of games (laughs) the lord of games from from Banjo-Kazooie 3, <laughs> Nuts and Bolts. Do we have any other guesses? What is a super addictive game? Candy Crush. Okay. Yeah. Magic the Gathering. Codblops. Angry Birds. Warhammer. Sudoku. Go. What if they're just playing D&D together? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's head-to-head DM versus DM. No, they're playing Mr. Bucket's the DM. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And, and they're just hunting each other. Yeah. They already live in a fantasy world. What kind of D&D would they be playing? Are they playing, are they playing a game about, like, office parks? Or I mean, is that's, it an, that's the obvious answer. Or is it an even crazier fantasy world? What if it's our world, but they're playing a D&D version of basketball? <laughs> <laughs> they're role-playing basketball teams. That seems maybe the most likely. <laughs> So is, is that what we're going with? That this is a D and D role play basketball tournament? I think we can simplify it. That 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 might that might overcomplicate the story. Okay, so the simplified version of that would be pogs. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Tabletop hoops. Crazy bones. That ever make it to you guys? Not that I know of. All right. Isn't that a candy? Huh? Isn't that a candy? No, it's a figurine thing, kind of like pogs was. Oh, I don't know. Collectible. Weird game. Very big on elementary school playground. Can you 1v1 Foursquare? I think so. How about that? You'd have to be very very quick. <laughs> Is that up, enough strat out. for you? Huh? Is that enough strat? 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of a strategy in for because you have to call what's allowed mm-hmm. and what's not allowed. Yeah. Then you got to be able to do all. And then those you got to surprise them with a cherry bomb. Yeah, you got to say no cherry bombs, <laughs> and you do it anyway. You get that dunk on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's definitely get it. dunked on, Krugak. <laughs> cherry bomb, bitch. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's definitely all cherry bomb foursquare. <laughs> all right, I'm satisfied. Okay. Well, well they call it a cherry bomb. Because <laughs> the ball looks like a cherry. I guess. His uh, wife says, all right, cool, but if my father loses and you win, only take the shaggy young horse with the stick saddle. Hold up. The Grugok is her father? Now it is. Was that always true? I guess so. Oh. It was never not said. (laughs) (laughs) If that's what you mean. They didn't come out with it. Okay. Uh, The king agrees and he goes back to the Grugok's place. Sure. Uh, the Grugok asks if the bride pleases him, and he says, yes, uh, you want to play another game? So they do the same thing, the king wins, and he demands the shaggy horse. Slams it off the pavement. Uh, the Grugok doesn't argue, but his brow is dark as he leads the horse from the stable. And the king rides away like the wind. On the third morning, he got up before dawn, and as soon as he was prepped to go out, his wife stopped him and said, hey, don't, don't go play with him. Again. That's enough, right? Because you've won twice. Babe, babe, I gotta get in line before the other kids do. (laughs) It's contentious. He's gonna win someday, and there's gonna be a lot of trouble on you for it. King says, I have to have just one more game. Just the one. And he leaves anyway. So the Grogak's happy to see him come back. And wins the game this time. Uh Uh-oh. The king says, well, what do you want for a prize? Just say all his stuff back. Um, the Gurugak says that crop-headed creature will take your head and neck if you don't fetch the sword of light that hangs in the house of the king of the oak windows. Whoa, whoa, oh. whoa! Well, that's that seems unfair. I thought it had to be stuff they had on hand. Quests are off the table. You can't, you can't foursquare hustle me did, to do a quest for you. Did he call no quests? I don't think he at did. At the beginning of the game, he didn't remember to do that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't negotiate that yeah, no quest no murder but we're not called but this is a hustle right it I, has to be i think so to get this favor done where's the law and order show focused around those hustles yeah Why it's all it? like really weird murders i think law and order folklore edition could be really fun because we had what? weird murders in these is too. hustling illegal i think so what grounds? It's definitely frowned upon, right? Certainly frowned upon, but there's still agency. Whose agency? The, uh, the person being hustled. Well, if the options are you'll lose your head and neck, or... His options were to not play. He chose to play. That's true. That's the agency that I'm speaking of. Like, if somebody says double or nothing, you can say no. <laughs> well, gambling is illegal in most states. Sure. Most states. Unless it's state-sanctioned gambling, play the Georgia Lotto. (laughs) Where is the Law & Order SVU show for very petty crimes? I want to watch that show. Why? Because I think that's just Judge Judy. (laughs) No, but but there would be a special unit, and they would treat them equally as seriously. Would they just end in murder? They could. Shoplifting is a gateway crime. 
<laughs> to murder. <laughs> to, to who knows. Ted Bundy started as a shoplifter, probably. <laughs> Is that libel? <laughs> Can't libel the dead, can you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. You can defame somebody's reputation. I think you can libel them a lot I think, easier. I think I can say whatever I want to about Ted Bundy and nobody's going to complain. <laughs> I'm not sure the Bundy estate is going to come after me. <clears throat> Earlier when you were when you were speaking of a, a, uh, a memoir, uh-huh. what was the title again? Can you recall? What memoir? It was earlier in the conversation. I don't even remember a memoir. Do you remember... <laughs> Oh, um... Was this was, today? Yes. Yeah, it was In like, this conversation. Like, 10, 15 minutes ago. Was it about Howie Mandel? Yes. yes. The dark... The dark... The life dark. or secrets. Yeah. Do you think you could get away with that if your subtitle, or you had like a colon for the title, and then underneath it it said, this is libel? <laughs> Does that make it okay? <laughs> if you're forthcoming? <laughs> I mean, you you have to get away... With it being parody, which it certainly would be. At that point. But I, I, I don't know if you can like produce a work of parody that is very specifically targeted <laughs> against one person or, or institution. Well, let's debate that later and get back to the story, as opposed to all the different Law & Order SPUs we could possibly create, and also biographies. Oh, you're still reading? You don't like Howie Mandel? <laughs> I think that's a jump to take from <laughs> let's stop discussing what is and is not parody law. So he's going for a sword or whatever. Yeah, sword of light that hangs in the house of the king of the oak windows. So the king of the waterfall says... Does everyone just call themselves king? <laughs> yeah. King of blank. They have king, very... of, king of the first thing that they were looking at. Yeah. They have very specific domains. They could all live in the same house. True. The king says, sure, and he waits until the Gurgach is out of sight before he starts panicking about this. It goes home, and his queen says that, hey, you didn't bring anything home today, and he tells her what happened. (laughs) Notice your pockets are a little light today, hubby. (laughs) She says, well, you have the best wife and the best horse in Aaron, so do what I tell you, and it will go well. What happens if he doesn't get this sword? Uh, Loses his head and neck. Oh, seems bad. <laughs> uh, the king is comforted by this and goes to sleep. Load off my mind. And while he was sleeping, the queen rose and made everything ready for his journey. Uh, her first stop was the stable, where she fed and watered the shaggy horse and put the saddle on. Most thought the saddle was wood and didn't see the sparkles of gold and silver hidden in it. Wood saddle sounds terrible. Gold and silver sandal doesn't sound much better. Yeah, those are both bad. I've ridden a horse once in my life. I think I can say that with some certainty. Miss riding. That was fun. Uh, uh, She brings the horse to the king, wishes him luck, and tells him to listen to the horse and obey it at all costs. Is this animal going to bail him out? The king rides out swifter than even the march wind. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And the horse never stopped or looked behind it until it reached the castle of the king of the oak windows in the dark of the night. Evil will find her. Dosvedonia. So the horse then says, Hey, we're at the end of our journey. You'll find the sword of light in the king's chamber. If it comes to you without a scrape or a sound, the token is a good one. This is the horse? Yeah. This is this is getting into casting already, but just the way that you said that line, I just heard Jack McBrayer coming out of that horse. <laughs> hey, we're here! <laughs> 
think... Get on in there and get that sword. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> at this hour, the king is eating, and his room is empty, and no one will see you. The sword has a knob at the end, so take heed that when you grasp it, you draw it very softly out of the sheath. Now go, and I'll be hanging out under this window for you. I'm imagining Jack McBrayer just on hands and knees with a, with a blanket over him. <laughs> We're in a horse onesie. Yeah. Uh, so the king stealthily crept apo- along the passage to the King of the Oak Window's chambers, and a strange light, white line of light told him where the sword was. He crossed the room on tiptoe, seized the knob, and drew the sword slowly. The king could hardly breathe with excitement, lest it make some noise to alert people. But he slid it swiftly and silently until only the point was left touching the sheath. Then a low sound like the edge of a knife touching a silver plate came out of it, and the king was so startled he nearly dropped the knob. The horse shouts, quick, quick, and the king scrambled hastily through the window and leapt onto the shadow. Why isn't the horse doing this? Uh, no thumbs. It seems to know how to do this stuff better than him. Yeah, but no thumbs. That's the reason why Clooney didn't go into the vault in Ocean's Eleven. (laughs) No thumbs. No thumbs. No thumbs on that guy. <laughs> yeah, if you watch the movie, they're very careful to hide his missing thumbs in every shot. <laughs> his cloven hooves. <clears throat> the horse says, the king is heard, and we'll... Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't a, know that about Clooney? I think a Clooney centaur is worth exploring. <laughs> it's a general concept. Why do you think they put nipples on his Batman suit? <laughs> So you wouldn't look at his hands. <laughs> Just to distract people. <laughs> all of it's worked all these years. Decisions are made as layers of deception. <laughs> um, Alright, so the horse says, The king of the oak windows has heard us and will follow us, but we have a good start. And then the horse takes off. At length, the horse slowed down, and he said, Look to see what's behind us. And the king looks and says, I see a swarm of brown horses racing madly after us. The horse says, Nah, that's cool, we're swifter than them. And rides on. <laughs> So later the horse has the king look back again, and the king says he sees a swarm of black horses, one with a white f- with a white face, and a man who must be the king of the oak windows sitting on top of it. The horse says, oh, that horse is my brother, and he's faster than me. <laughs> okay, now we're in trouble. <laughs> he will fly past me with a rush. Have your sword ready, and take off the head of the man who sits on him as he turns and looks on you. That other horse is going to yank my underwear up my butt. <laughs> so the horse just told him to... To pull a Brock Samson, essentially. (laughs) Yes. Uh, The horse also tells him that this is the only sword in the world that can cut off this man's head. Good to know now. Yes, that's why that man wanted that sword. Probably. Makes sense. Maybe Voldemort should have held on to a few of his things. (laughs) Those horcruxes should just have been bling he was wearing all the time. Uh, the next moment, there was a rushing noise like a mighty tempest, and the king saw a face turn toward him, and he struck almost blindly, and the head rolled off and caught in the brown horse's mouth. He tells the king to jump on his Alley-oop. to jump on his brother Black Horse and go home as fast as he can, and that he will follow qu- as quickly as he may. The king manages to leap on the Black Horse, almost falls off, but grabs its mane and pulls himself onto the saddle. Probably making a really good friend of the horse in the process. Absolutely. That horse will do whatever he wants now. Before dawn, he was home again, where the queen was waiting for him. She was glad to see him and plays the songs that he loved on the harp until he went to sleep. Here's a slow jam for you. (laughs) (laughs) After your long day, you must be tuckered. (laughs) 
Uh, it was broad daylight when he woke up, and he says he must go to the Gurugak to find out if the spells laid upon him are now loose. The queen says, be careful, he's gonna be furious. <laughs> he will ask you if you have the sword, say yes, he will ask you how you got it, and you must say, without the knob you wouldn't have. When he raises his head to look at the knob, stab him in the mole on the right side of his neck, but if you miss, then we will both die. <laughs> Why? He is the brother to the king of the oak windows, and he'll be sure that you killed that that guy in order for you to still have the sword. The Gurugak is oak window king's brother. Yeah. Yeah. If that's why they own brother horses. If waterfall king has the sword, then Gurugak knows that he killed his brother. Right. Which he told him to go do. No, he didn't tell him to kill the brother. He just wanted the sword. Right, but if he knows that the only way he would have the sword is by killing his brother, he might have thought of that beforehand. <laughs> you would think. I don't you know. You would think. Maybe, I don't, maybe it's like a weird game that the two of them play together, where they send people to steal stuff from each other's <laughs> houses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, brothers are weird. You we guys used to play that in... I don't know if my brother is a regular listener of this show, but if an assailant is in your home, I did not send them. <laughs> Call for help. This is not a game. <laughs> not trying to prank you. Um, so the king of the waterfalls goes to the Grugak and does everything fine. Mm-hmm. He, Stabs. Yep. It's all good. Yep. Thinks he should oh, be. Oh, my weak point. Yep. He thinks he should be at peace now, but he's wrong. He gets back home and he finds the servants tied together and with their mouths bound. He sets the them heretofore unmentioned servants. I mean, he's a king. They're there. He has a house. Yeah. Still a king. I was imagining like a townhouse. He is a cleaning lady. Uh, he sets the servants free and asks, "What happened?" And they said, "As soon as you left, a great giant came. He did this to us, and then he carried off your wife and the two horses." So the king tracks the horses into the wood and decides to sleep here, but first makes a fire. When he makes the fire, a slim yellow dog pushes through the bushes and lays its head on the king's knee. The king strokes the dog, and the dog says, Woof, woof. <laughs> Very creative. <laughs> what a twist. Woof, woof. Sore was the plight of your wife and horses when the giant drove them through the forest. The king replies to the dog, That is why I have come. Then the king gets depressed and says, I can't fight that giant. And then he starts crying and says, I'm afraid. Let me turn homeward. <laughs> he didn't want the wife or horse to begin with. He just wanted to play Foursquare. <laughs> he didn't he leave just because he was bored? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the king, the dog says, don't do that. Eat and sleep and I will watch over you tonight. The next morning, the dog says, hey, it's time for you to start on your way. If danger comes, calls, call and I will help you. King says, okay, thanks, bye, and then goes off into the woods until he finds a tall cliff with many sticks lying around. He rests there, makes a fire, and a hoary hawk of gray rock a hoary hawk of the gray rock flies onto the branch above. Uh, the king mentions this, the plight of his wife and horses and To any passing animal at this point. Oh no, the mm-hmm. hawk mentions the oh. the wife and the horses, and the king says, Yeah, I'm never gonna find them and I'll get nothing for my trouble. <laughs> the hawk says, Oh, take heart, things are never so bad, but that they might be worse. Eat and sleep and I will watch over you. 
And then the next morning, the hot says, see ya, if you need me, just call. ba ba da ba 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 Well, King walks until he comes to a great river on the bank where there are a bunch of sticks lying around, so he stops there to make a fire. Yeah, why not? An otter comes and tells him about the plight of his wife and his horses. King is still depressed, and the otter says, Don't worry, you'll see her before noon. I'll watch over you tonight. And the same ordeal happens. So ba 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 So the king walks until he gets to the high rock that was rent in two by a great earthquake. He throws himself on the ground and looks over the side and sees his wife and horses in the little crack. He's elated, but he had to be patient because the rock is so smooth that there's no foothold for him to climb down. So he gets up again, he makes his way through the wood until he gets to flat ground close to the mouth of the cavern. His wife gives a shriek of joy when he came in and bursts into tears from being tired and frightened. His husband didn't understand why she wept, and he was tired and bruised and cross, so he says, You give me a sorry welcome when I half killed myself to get to you. <laughs> I don't think these two are going to make it. Yeah, this is not the solid foundation for a loving, long-lasting relationship. The tor- horses tell her, don't heed him, just put us in front, put him in front of us where he will be safe and give him food for he is wary. She does, they eat, and they rest until the long shadow indicates the giant's return. The giant says, I smell a stranger when he enters the cavern, but it was dark and he couldn't see the, the horse, or the king crouching between the horses. King's wife laughs gaily and says, Oh, a stranger? No one comes here, not even the sun. Then she strokes the giant's hand. Burn on you, giant. <laughs> the giant says, I perceive nothing, but it is odd. However, it's time to feed the horses. Then he lifts down an armful of hay from the rock and held a handful to each animal who moved forward to meet it, leaving the king behind. I don't know why, but I pictured him picking up the horses like action figures and just (laughs) jamming them into hay piles. (laughs) (laughs) Nom noms, horses! Eating time. As soon as the giant's hands were near the horse's mouths, they began to bite, and he groans, and his shrieks are heard a mile off. Oh, shit. Then the horses wheeled and kicked until they could kick no more. At length, the giant crawled away and lay quivering in a corner, and the queen went up to him. Poor thing, poor thing, she said. They seem to have gone mad. That was awful. (laughs) Take that home, too. The giant says, if I had had a soul in my body, they would have certainly killed me. What? The queen says, it's lucky indeed, but tell me where your soul is so I can take care of it. How is this not over yet? How many people have horcruxes? <laughs> the plot is over. The giant points and says up there in the bonnock stone. The stone is balanced loosely on the edge of the rock. The giant then says, leave me to sleep. I have far to go tomorrow. So when snores were heard from the giant's corner, the queen and the horses laid down with the king hidden between them. Before dawn, the giant went out. The queen ran up to the stone and tugged and pushed until it was steady on the ledge and couldn't fall over. The giant comes home and says, What have you done to the stone? She says, Well, I feared it would fall over, so I put it further back to keep it safe. The giant says, It's not there my soul is, but on the threshold. But it's time to feed the horses. <laughs> so they do the, the same thing. With I'm giving you a second chance, you little bitches. <laughs> they were little bitches to him once more, and he cries. And Damn it, horses! <laughs> yeah. Next morning he leaves. The queen runs to the threshold of the cave. 
washes the stones, and pulls up the moss and flowers hidden in the crannies. The giant comes home and says, Hey, you've been cleaning the threshold. The queen says, Yeah, isn't that where your soul is? And the giant says, No. Under the threshold is a stone. Under the stone is a sheep. In the sheep's body is a duck. In the duck is an egg. And the egg is my soul. Eggs. <gasps> Time to feed the horses. <laughs> Eggs. It's <laughs> <laughs> what the yokel are after all. <laughs> so he feeds the horses and they do the same thing. Why doesn't he ask her to feed the horses? I don't know. Clearly these horses don't respect me. Uh, so the giant leaves. trainer level isn't high enough. <laughs> giant leaves the next morning, and the queen and the king dig up the threshold, and the sheep runs away. The king cries for the help, yeah. of the help of the dog, and the dog catches the sheep and brings it to him, and the king kills it. He opens the body, and the duck flies out. The king calls for the hawk, the hawk brings the duck back, and the king kills the duck. He takes the egg out, but it slips from his head and rolls into the river. So he calls for the otter, the otter brings him the egg, but beside the otter, the shadow of the giant comes along. The otter's like, yo, you want me to smash this on my tummy? <laughs> that's my jam. <laughs> I think that's the sea otter. So I'm not sure river otters <laughs> do that. You. They smash eggs? I don't think they smash anything on their chest. <laughs> it's good for your skin. Is it? Could be. Might as well be. <laughs> Why not? Yoklor fact number one. <laughs> raw egg, good for... I think raw egg is good for your skin. Didn't, um... Didn't the ancient Egyptians do that? I think that's true. I mean, we've already desecrated the chicken's body through science. We might as well just smash their young onto <laughs> us to be more beautiful. <laughs> You're like sucking their youth into your pores. Yeah. You're, you absorb the spirit of youth through the egg. Alright, so the king stood frozen in fear, but the queen snatched the egg and crushed it between her hands. The shadow shrank and was still, and they knew the giant was dead. The next day, they mounted their horses and rode home, visiting all their animal friends along the way. The end. Just giving, like, two finger salutes to each one. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, so that's that. Sure was. Ready to discuss this? Uh-huh. Secret egg white and egg yolk mask. That's go on. Legit. Or is that it? That's it. All right. Put it on your face. Sounds good. Um, Don't have to tell me thrice. I thought the story was over. Uh huh. After he lost the game, and he got the sword, and then he got out of that jam, and he was gonna kill the guy, and that was it. Did he ever use that sword again? Did he? Did he kill the? What was it called? The Goog Goog. Dugak? What? The Gygax? Grugak? Gygax? Huh? Grugak? Grugak. Did he ever kill it? Uh, yeah. He stuck he a did. sword in the wall. I don't remember anything that happens other than, like, after he got the sword. And yeah, he got stabbed that. it in his weak point for okay. massive damage. Okay. Right in the mole. Okay. So, cut everything after that. We don't need this giant. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know what this giant adds to the story. This giant is the sequel, if anything. Yeah. Which is fine. It doesn't need to be in the first installment. Giant is diehard too. Sure. Watch it if you really want to, but you don't <laughs> need to. It's the one Fred Thompson's in. I learned by listening to this story that 
There are no consequences to your <clears throat> actions. Somebody will bail you out. Always. No matter what you do, something will come along and get you out of danger. This might be one of our least likable protagonists. He, yeah, this time during the team assembly, he didn't even do kindnesses for them. Yeah, they came He just and, cried. <laughs> they came and did kindnesses for him and then said, hey, we got more where that came from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he didn't... Did. Please, please give us an unpaid internship. Did he get by on pity? I guess, Because but... he got his his own... Really? Yeah. You have your own opinions that you want to say right into the microphone? No. She needs that sweet plastic in her mouth. <laughs> She's got an oral fixation. Here they go. Why did the giant kidnap... I don't know, because that's what giants do. This was purely coincidental. Yeah, it had nothing to do with the Grugak. It wasn't revenge or anything. Giant had no relation to the rest of the story. It was just an added bit of peril to make the king even more unlikable. Because, <laughs> I mean, let's examine our protagonist here. I'm bored. I want to play a game. Um, no, Sonny, you absolutely should not play this game. Well, I want to. Okay. Tell me how to do it prudently. Okay, I guess I guess steal a wife if you're going to do it. You got to. And so he does that, and then she's like, "Oh, honey, well, get a horse out of it at least." And he does, and then, <laughs> and then he says, "Hit me." Yeah. And then she's like, "Honey, all right, you did Jesus it." Chooses to hit on seventeen. <laughs> you did it. You did good. You got good stuff. Don't do it again. He's like, "Nah, nah, bro, keep I got this." Keep the going. So he gambles his life away, literally, unless he can steal something from someone he's never met before. He screws that up, then he murders the person from whom he stole, mm-hmm. steals his horse, too. Yep. Well, and they're brothers. They should be together. And then, then he murders the father of his bride. Yeah. Because she told him how. Right. Well, because she knew she's going to die now. <laughs> well, this is the situation we're in. So, Guess you're going to have to kill my dad. And then he finds all his stuff gone, because let's be fair, this horse and his wife is stuff All of his stuff. Um, finds his stuff gone and goes in the woods and cries about it until animals help him. <laughs> Get out of our woods. Stop crying. Then what he, do you need us to do? Then he hides between horses... While his wife figures out how to defeat the giant. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the pivotal moment of defeating the giant, which is a matter of squishing an egg. <laughs> a defenseless egg that is so easy to break that it happens in supermarkets all the time <laughs> by accident. And he sees a shadow and he what, pisses his pants in fear. And just holds delicately onto this egg so it does not break, and his wife has to take it from him and break it. He his, did nothing. His instincts aren't great. What do you think those other ladies are up to? Well, House party? Their dad's dead. Yeah. Yeah. First they throw a party. Then they... Unless they love their dad, in which case they throw a funeral. I guess they cooperated. Like, they were going along with... The plan of trying to get him to pick somebody else. Well, that could also... That could go either way. Like, we love our dad and we're loyal to him and we'll do whatever. Or, oh my god, please pick me. I need out. Or, third option, 
we love our dad, and we all have terrible self-esteem. I am the ugliest. <laughs> they truly believed it. Why, why would the Grugak try to trick him or convince him not to take that daughter away? Because she's truly the most beautiful woman. He's she's, she's one oh, clover right. away. She yeah. got better. She she's, got better. <laughs> she's the special daughter. She got her shit together. But he had to magic a disguise. That's right. Why was the giant in it? <laughs> what was all this about eggs and sheep and his soul in a rock? It's called padding. <laughs> I think we've seen this before. We saw it with the... Um, <clears throat> Gotta hit that feature length runtime. The, one way or another. The little man with hair all over. Yeah. Featured uh, some kind of monster character who had his soul yes. in a Russian nesting doll of animals. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that it appears at... So, of monsters. Yeah. There's oh, a whole bunch of other tales like that that I don't think we've read yet, but we'll probably in the future. It's come up in other places, too, I think. Yeah. It the, sounds vaguely familiar recently. The horcruxing. Yeah. But, but within... But the layered horcruxing. Yeah. Which is not a good way to do it. No. No. Not particularly. When you You'll just... have to get through these finite layers of animal... <laughs> <laughs> to get my soul. Yeah, when you just when you take care of one, you don't want the next one to just pop right out. Which one of those animals is B. A. Baracus? I only remember the otter. So it's gonna be the so otter. So that's that's immediately Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. Mr. T could voice an otter. Yeah, Mr. T could do anything he sets his mind to. I think that's good casting. Is that what we're doing? He's now? probably not busy. Unless you have something else. Liam Neeson has got to stop doing Taken movies. This is the worst one yet <laughs> that we just read. Uh, so he is the king. I guess. But it... The king's not good at it, though. So he probably shouldn't be the, the king. He would be the Groot guy. Or the wife. Because his daughter got taken. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he's the Groot guy. Okay, I could see that. That voice would be probably pretty good for... He's Yo, doing, bro, he's doing that other monster movie. Is he? Yeah. Which one? A monster came or something like that? Sure. Oh, yeah. I do kind of want to see that. We saw the trailer of? Yeah. There's a lot of people in this one. Kevin James is the lead, right? <laughs> that's that's dangerously close to just going Happy Madison again. How, how Liam we... Neeson and yeah. Kevin James. If you go anywhere near that guy. I think he's can, gonna he, he's gonna call in some friends. I think I think we can just do Kevin James, star of Kevin Can Wait. All right. Does he cry well? Probably not. Cause we need we need a king who can shed some tears. I don't think he does anything particularly well, but that's just my opinion. Oh well, that works too. Because the, this king doesn't either. Yeah, no, that's fine. He probably doesn't cry very well either. He probably is a horrible wailer, <laughs> an ugly crier. Kevin James fights Liam Neeson in Foursquare <laughs> for the hand. Jerry Ball for the hand. Yeah, that's Kevin James, right? <laughs> Who else is gonna do that? Who else is gonna pull a dick move like that? Um, in the hand the of Charlize Theron. <clears throat> we just did her last week. Well, she's awesome, and I think we decided we didn't do her last week because she's too strong a character. What about Tina Fey? I could, I could see her playing yeah. playing the role of. 
um, just haggard. Like, yeah, very very haggard wife trying to corral her husband into doing the right thing. Um, I'm sorry to Tina Fey that I just paired her up with Kevin James. That's not a fate I would damn anyone with. Sure. Well, we know this relationship's not going to work out because <clears throat> the king sees his wife crying with relief and is like, what's your problem? What a shitty welcome. He should be real happy to see me. God, he's such a terrible person. Yeah. I think he might be worse than Wolf Guy. Who's Wolf Guy? The guy who didn't do anything but let a wolf bail him out. And then oh, was like, yeah. peace. Constantly. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's up there for sure. Because that guy was just dumb. This guy is, like, actively gross. Kevin James. <laughs> <laughs> Got horses. Giant. Jack McBrayer for both. Both horses? Both horses. Both horses. Okay. The giant. <clears throat> the giant seems like a gentle giant. He took these things, but he's feeding them and taking good care of them. Trying to. He, he's trying his best. He's earnest. Maybe maybe not that good, but he's trying his best. Really wish I had an actor's name to just throw out after that sentence. Okay. <laughs> but I don't. Let me look something up. William H. Macy. I would be okay with that. <laughs> Oh, is it? He seems like he seems like he could do that. Big old giant who's trying his hardest. What was that show about the guy who was mean to everybody, and the show was about him trying to make up for all of it? There were a lot of southern accents. Oh, my name is Earl. Yeah, yeah. Jason Lee. Not the main character, but the the brother. Yeah, they get. Yeah, Randy. Yeah. Can't remember his name. He's also in American History X. He's a neo-Nazi. John Malkovich. As, as the giant, yeah, be a very bohemian giant. I think it's, it's Ethan uno- Ethan Supley. Yeah, it's, it's unavoidable. That was, that, the, that was the first face that I saw for the giant. That makes sense. Uh, John Malkovich could be Window King. <laughs> could be Window King, King of Windows. Could be Window King. Sure. Is that yeah. a role he can sink his teeth into? I think so. <laughs> what about uh? Shit, what's his name? Birdman. Michael Keaton? Yeah, what about Michael Keaton? I mostly wanted to say that so that I could offer John Malkovich a role and then immediately give it to Michael Keaton, (laughs) like Spider-Man. Yeah. Who are our other animal friends? Keanu Reeves. No, we need the rest of the A-team. Right. Oh, you just want to cast the A-team? Yeah. Liam Neeson, Mr. T, and the other two? Whoever they are. Well, Liam Neeson Liam is Liam Neeson is both? Grugak. He could be both. Grugak and who? Dog. Voice of dog. Yeah. Sure. Only um, if he did the good cop voice from the Lego movie. Yes. As the dog. Yes. Who else is Hey, it? buddy. Oh, man. I wanna, I'm here to help you. I want to see video of Liam Neeson doing... Doing that VO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see his facial expressions as he changes between the voices. Yeah, for sure. Definitely watch yes. that movie. Yeah, I think I think good cop voice for dog is best option. Seems about time to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, the story did go on for another whole story past its ending, so... Uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. As with most of our casting calls... It ends with, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> You'll do. Yeah, that's fine. Is it in the budget? Fuck it. Who cares? We don't have a budget. We'll cut, we'll cut <clears throat> costs somewhere else. <laughs> <And> cameras. 
shoot it on iPhones and call it artistic. We've we've told everyone playing an animal that we're gonna CGI the animal in afterwards. That is, that is a lie. <laughs> not true. We we need that you, is a falsehood. We need you to wear these discount Halloween store costume ears. Don't you guys need like the for, the, for the motion capture? Don't you need like the uh, the ping pong balls on them to like? Uh, no, new tech. <laughs> it's all animal onesies now. <laughs> new technology, friend. Camera interprets the animal that it sees and just fills in the rest. <laughs> it reads the QR code on top of the animal's forehead. Yeah. And just inserts animation. <laughs> and Stock animation. 3D animations in real time. It's a miracle. It's made filming so cheap. Now nay for me. <laughs> Jack McBrayer is a good name for a person playing a horse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> a Scottish horse, no less. Yeah. All right. That's another one in the can. Yep, we're done. We're out. Um, you got you got a bonus story in this week. That counts as two stories. We'll take a week off next week. We'll see you for 88. Big 88. <laughs> this was 86 and 7. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Why was he the king of the waterfalls, BT-dubs? He didn't do anything with waterfalls. He pissed his pants in school. <laughs> and the, the nickname stuck. There we go. Hey there, king of waterfalls. Last plot point solved. That's it. We're What the Folklore. Find us on Twitter and Facebook and all that. If you like us enough to part with a dollar or two a month, then sure appreciate it. we're on and Patreon. We love dollars. They're our thank favorite. Thank you to everybody who's already doing that. Yes, you guys are amazing, and we... We love you from the bottom of our crooked little hearts. It's being put to very good use very soon. We have a plan for it. Tweet us. Send in suggestions. If you'd like to hear a specific story and our take on it. Aside from that, enjoy your week. <laughs> We're gone. Have, have one on me. <laughs> uh, let's go drink our sorrows away. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not a us drink. Nope. <laughs> Later. <laughs> This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have any feedback for us, you can leave it either by Gmail or Facebook. Our Gmail account is wtfolklore at gmail.com, and our Facebook page can be found at facebook.com slash wtfolklore. Feel free to send in stories if you have any particularly odd pieces of folklore mythology that you would like to hear us talk about. Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales.